and welcome to the Pink Sheep Tales podcast. Pink Sheep Tales? What's this all about, I hear you ask? Well, the name is based on the old saying, Black Sheep of the Family, and Tales, T-A-L-E-S, is a play on words because we'll be hearing people's life stories. So through this podcast, I'm so excited to be able to share these remarkable stories from inspirational children and adults with you. These everyday people are building amazing businesses, excelling in their careers, exceptional in their industries, choosing unique career paths, and all in the name of living their best life. My goal is to encourage listeners to follow their passions and be inspired by our pink sheep who have and are doing just that. So let's do it. Let's open the gate and hear this week's pink sheep tale. When I was at uni, I didn't get the OP for the course I wanted. So I spent a year doing another course to upgrade yep. to get the points. Well, well that's right. Yeah, if you just do that. Well, if you don't like the way that this university does the entrance scorings for this course, maybe you should go maybe to, you could go to a different one. Yes, yes. But it's it's interesting. Like it would really be interesting to know. Well, yeah, I'd like has... to see how this goes and then what the impact is on whether this actually increases their enrollments or it actually just turns more people off because mm. I'm fairly passive aggressive and I hold grudges. So if it was me, this would be like a I'm definitely not going here now kind of moment, even if I had met the entry requirements mm. now or if I had met the entry requirements before getting the extra points. I'd be like, if you think we're idiots – because, like, if you already thought that we were rubbish at this, like, then I I don't need your help. Yeah. But perhaps um, I am being naive about the kind of oppression that this university believes that women ha- are facing in high school. Maybe, maybe it is justified. Mm. But it is very disturbing yeah. if it is justified. Yeah. If... The kind of academic discrimination that teenage girls are facing in high school is the equivalent discrimination that um, an ill child experiences academically. Mm. That is very concerning. Yeah, yeah. So I would just really be interested to know what did they have. A bunch of girls going, yeah. we want to get in, we want to get in. Yeah. Or was it just someone in an office who's like, oh, look at that. It's like, we've got to do uh-oh, something. We've got to do uh-oh. something. What can we do? But there was actually no problem. Yeah. Like, are they looking at the other degrees where they're hiring females and go, oh, well, we'll and lower the problem, or do whatever to get males in it? The, the problem with when you do something like this and it goes wrong is that it makes it even harder to try and do something again. Mm. So if this university, like, has a go and they're like, oh, actually, it it went really badly, we've got a lot of really negative press and we actually lost half of our female enrolments so we've got even less women in our course. Um, Now we don't even have the funding to try anything new. Um, and everyone hates us and, <laughs> and we can't do anything. Like, it's even worse. Mm. 
Well, I th- I just I was very surprised when I heard it on the radio, and I thought, good on that young man for calling up, and because he was saying exactly the same thing. Well, I feel like incentive based encouragement is better to attract thing people. So like you make you either make the conditions better or you offer something like scholarships. So what you would do is like you offer scholarships for your minority group that is disadvantaged or you offer better conditions like if you've decided that you are perhaps trying to target mature age women or something like that then perhaps you put in free childcare with your at your engineering department or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. you you find out something that is attractive to the group that you're looking at and you you use it as the carrot to dangle this is like negging them do mm-hmm. you are you familiar with the concept of negging mm-hmm. i'm not sure yeah it's basically like um Oh my god, I would never have that much um, confidence to to go barefaced to a dance, you know. Yeah, you were saying that you're in a female engineering group. Yes. To, um, so I have a um, I have a blog, um, and I have a co-blogger, and her name is Sarah. She's a mining engineer in mm-hmm. Scotland, um, oh. and it's called a Hetty Journey, and it's named after Hetty Lamar, who you might um, know as a film star, but she was also the inventor of a wireless technology which is used, you know, in in wireless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, um, And they used it during the Second World War. So um, our blog is named after her. And how long have you been doing that? Um, for a couple of years, but we've had a little bit of a quiet spell while Sarah's been doing her masters. Oh, and what, um, what made you two decide to do that? Well, um, we used to work together, um, and then we found that, um, and we used to live together, um, but then Sarah moved overseas and I'm still in Brisbane and we're like oh it'd be really nice to like do things together like we used to because like we used to both play violin and we used to like do a lot of stuff together you know like because we lived together and we're like it'd be really nice to like do something together I'm like oh maybe we could like both read books and then talk about you know like we could have a book club and she's like no let's (laughs) let's start a blog and I'm like yep (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, um, and the, the premise of it is it, we, we were kind of like targeting more like there's a, there's a lot of support for, um, early graduates. Um, and there's a fair bit of stuff for kind of like mum engineers, but oh. we're kind of like the in-between. So we're like not really young, don't have children, we're kind of like the sort of professional middle range. So um, it was just, um, we just blog about things that interest us. Um, and relate to you. Yeah. So Sarah tends to write a lot of like cool stuff about technical things. Um, like she's written about some of the places that we visited. We went to... Um, this really cool 
Dam um, in Scotland, um, which is a Falkirk wheel, and you, you like, it's, um, is it a dam or is it a lock? Anyway, it, I, it fills up, you go yeah, in the little boat. Yeah, and, and you go in the, lock. yeah, it's a lock, and then it's, but it's a wheel, and Ooh. so you go in the boat, and then you, it's like a Ferris wheel and a boat, at the same time. <laughs> what? You be, you can read about it on my blog. Yes. So, uh, hold on. I'm picturing sailing <laughs> yeah, up just, in the boat. Well, it's not really sailing. It's it's a lot. It's a um. It's a barge more so. <laughs> it's not really sails. Let's make it glamorous. We're yeah, sailing. sailing. We're sailing. Sailing. And, the and then you boat gets into a little into the little compartment, and then, and then you go on this wheel is to go. Water coming yeah, the sides. Yeah, and then you like to to go up to the next. level and to keep going it's really cool and it's um near where all the um there's this really large statues of water kelpies it's a beautiful area oh wow as you know i've just been overseas yes and when we went to with my mum, and when we went to porto Mm. we did a cruise along the river duro yeah so going up from porto into the wine country beautiful the most exciting thing for my mum was going through the locks. It's so exciting. She because, was so excited. You know, like, we don't have locks around here. No. You know, there's no – we don't do barges. We don't do canals because um, it's not it's not the right um, settlement. Like, we weren't um, – we didn't have European settlement at the, the right time for the trading to make sense here. And we're not – we weren't densely popu- populated for that to make sense. So – we, well, you know, like you don't, we don't have no, locks here. No, I think um, mum was saying, was it the, is it the Murray River? She was thinking she'd have to go down to the Murray River because she was really interested in mm. going on a lock. Like, yeah. This was a big thing in her life that I didn't realise. They do have canals in Townsville, but I don't think they have any locks. Oh. Well, and in fact, I'm not sure if you're allowed to go in the canals in Townsville or, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it's Murray River has okay. one, at least one, because I know. Right. Okay. Of... So we're she was tossing up whether to go on this cruise, and I'm thinking this is awesome. Why are we having to think about this? And then she heard about the locks. Oh, oh, she's on it. Right. Yeah, it was so exciting. We went on the, I think they call it the deepest lock in Europe. Oh. So we well just, then. Yes. Well, we sailed up, sailed up, got in our little um <laughs> our little lock, and they closed the the door behind you and yeah it was really it happened so fast yeah but at the same time it's like this is pretty fun oh my god so i think we did it was two or three but yeah just find it fascinating because and also it's not really my discipline of engineering i'm like why would you even think of this it's a brilliant idea water stairs yeah (laughs) yeah we were loving it and people were on the bridges above it and mm. all fascinated as yeah. well and yeah so that was the highlight of mum's um duro river yeah cruise but yeah so that was just very interesting mm. Mm. um so back to your the, oh, i didn't go on a little um ferris wheel one that no awesome. i i think it's quite unique un, yeah it's quite unusual um but 
Mm. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff on our blog. So I'll pop the link yeah. to your blog in yeah. our show notes. Yeah, but we've um, had a little bit of a break. But it's okay. There's still a lot of stuff on there. I've had a little break too. I've had a break <laughs> for my little cruise, my little trip overseas, and now getting back into it. So mm. it's really good. You might get a little interview since I've been Oh, special. Yeah. I was thinking, will they say season two? Mm, no. <laughs> No, I won't. No, I won't. Because who knows how long yeah. each, each season will don't, go. Don't put labels on it. That, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. It's just, I'm back. Um, yes. So what else can we have a chat about? Um, happening? We've got our Hello Kitty nails. Hello, Hello Kitty How's, nails. So uh, can you see yourself staying in this career for the rest um, of your life? So I... I went on like a little tangent for a while because I was working in a project where I was doing mostly research instead of design. Um, and then I did a little bit where I was, I, I kind of thought maybe I'd like go into marketing and commercial um, because I got like excited by the like glamour, <laughs> but it's not actually as glamorous as I thought it was. Um, I did, um, I did a, debate with our like for, for work for uh-huh. HR um and then one of the um marketing people is like oh you know like we like what you have to say maybe you'd like to like come and talk to us um and then I, I worked in the commercial um like in the interface between the commercial team and the engineering team for a bit um but in the end I um so I I actually took the role that I'm currently at um, and I thought it was going to be more project-based um, talking with the recruiter um, and it ended up being like a bit more technical when I went into the interview and I'm like, look, I, I don't really know if this is me. I've been like sort of stepping more away from the details. I thought it was going to be a bit more sort of project engineer, which is like you have technical knowledge, but you're really kind of, it's it's more just like organizing. Um, and my current, my now boss said, she's like, don't, don't be silly. You can do it. I know you can do it. And you only have to do it for six months. Um, and then we can move you to a different team if you don't like it. And I'm like, okay. I'll do it. But I I actually really like it and mm. she sort of she picked it really well. Um so I I definitely think that I could just continue to do this because I did have a bit of a a reflection about going in a different direction and I came back. So I think that's kind of made up my mind that I do actually find it very rewarding. Oh, that's great. And and it can be like stressful and it's not really the kind of job that you can stop thinking about all the time. You know, like if you sort of like I've worked in retail previously and you just stop thinking about it when you leave. But you can't really do that because mm-hmm. you I don't have a cross shift or anything. So my problems are always my problems and they carry over to the next day. And, but I get compensated for that level of responsibility mm. and that's okay. Yeah. So, um, do you know the other girl who was in your graduating class? Yep. Do you know what job she went into? Um, yes. So she is in Sweden at the moment. 
so she married a lovely Swedish um, IT professional. Um, and so she's working as a engineer for a, a control systems company. Um, and she's an electrical engineer. Um, and the girl in the course, uh, in the, sec- the year below me, um, she's working for the electricity price regulator. Oh, wow. She's got a really interesting job. If you talk about niche careers that engineers can get, hers is very specialised. Oh, it is wow. actually very interesting. Mm. Um, it's kind of almost like the stock market, but electrical engineering. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, it's very, very interesting. Does she um, live in Brisbane? Um, she's... She's between Brisbane and Melbourne at the moment because her oh. partner is in Melbourne. Wow. So it, had you finished your – if you had finished your degree – well, you have finished your degree, what if when you finished it you went, mm, no, I would like to do something else? I do actually have a friend who did that. Oh. Um, so she was doing mechanical engineering Actually, I have a couple a couple of the women that I studied engineering with, not necessarily in the electrical discipline, but in the our larger cohort. Um, I think one of them, two of them, three of them are not working as engineers. So one of them is a science teacher. Um, one of them is... Uh, a doctor um the other one worked as a paramedic for a while and is studying medicine at the moment wow and so there weren't many of us and to have actually that many sort of leave probably gives you an indication of the kind of conditions and they've haven't they gone into caring yeah. Roles. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Hmm. But being a science teacher is actually, so you only need, I think, a year of study based on the qualifications that we currently have. So that's probably the easiest thing, the easiest professional thing to retrain for. Like that would probably be like easiest to like that's a sensible route. Mm. Do you know why they so decided to go to different fields? The woman who had the um who became a teacher, I think had a negative experience during her vacation work. Oh. Um but I don't know that that was the only reason that she chose education because obviously it's a very rewarding um career to take and also it provides a lot of flexibility and it means that you can like my mother is a teacher and she always had a lot of um sort of opportunity with like flexibility and stuff and it means that you can have a family and it's a bit easier and the um and her husband was quite successful and I think it has meant that like as a team that they've been able to have really good decisions together. 
lot more op- not opportunities but more options available yeah. to them yeah but i don't know you can't speak for other people mm. so i have no idea what was actually going on in her head mm. but mm. it i do remember her having a negative experience during her vacation mm. work and so that's very potluck, sad really yeah. yeah so you've had great experiences yeah and, yeah oh well no, they've not all been great. Would you say the majority? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it, it's not to say that it's perfect and can't be improved. What would you like to improve? We used to have this joke about men with moustaches at um, mines. As the bigger the moustache, the more sexist they were. Oh. Because um, they would be the kind of men who'd, like, pull... Um, women away from their jobs to cut a cake because, you know, it was a woman's job oh. or they'd, like, interrupt the senior geologist to do some photocopying for them. So things mm-hmm. like – so this has happened in my life and I'm not that old. So you remember when I was saying, you know, like, I thought that, like, I thought that feminism was over. I thought it was passe. I thought, like, the bar, the bra burning, you know, like, it's done. I thought it was done. And then to find that there were still men out there who actually believed that women were the people who had to prepare food in a workplace, even though they were paid to be geologists. It just blew my mind. Oh, wow. Like, I just thought it was crazy. Yeah. I I was astounded. Um, And so, like... It's, but did these women go and do the food preparation? Yeah, because these are the people who are the managers oh. and you got to do what your manager says or you get fired. Oh, no. And oh. It's, it's not just about, you know, and you see things like, um, you know, like you see like, what's her name? Cheryl Sandberg or something and she's got like, you're like the feminist rhetoric. You know, it's like you you got to lean in. You know, like for your opportunity, but if you lean in any more, you're gonna fall over. Like it, it, we can't just like victim blame, like people who have to put up with sexist colleagues, mm-hmm. because you either put up with it or you suffer the consequences, and usually the consequences are things like. People don't like you. People don't see you as a team player. People think you're making trouble. Mm. And people don't want to promote you. And at some point, the the personal cost will outweigh the concept of the greater good. And you'll be like, maybe I will just cut the damn cake mm. because... I would like to get a raise this year so that I can go on a holiday away from this hellhole. <laughs> like, um... Oh, gosh, I just can't... Yeah, yeah it's so like, it's, it's stuff like that. Um, I find the rail industry is not so much like that. Although, um... I did have... Um, I did hear of something where somebody got drunk at an industry event... And, 
yelled at some other woman that she only got her job because she was a girl. Mm. And that was a bit unfortunate as well. (laughs) Just anecdotally. Yeah, it is odd that it it's still something people talk about, male yeah. and female. To, yeah. To, it is very, very strange. So what is on the cards for tonight? Um, well, it's the full moon and I I live in so I don't know if you know that this apartment that we're sitting in, it's called Sky Fortress. Because it is a sky fortress. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. It's on the 19th floor. And the reason I live here is because um, I had an unpleasant um, visitor who used to knock on my window at random times of the night in my previous apartment, which was on the ground floor. So now I live in Sky Fortress, where the only people who can knock are superheroes. And they are most <laughs> welcome to visit anytime. <laughs> Um, so I am going to sit on the roof next to the pool and look at the full moon in a sort of semi-witchy way. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it'll be really lovely because it's warming up. Yeah. It's getting a little cool in the evening still, yeah. but you got with your sneaky hot chocolate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's a beautiful apartment and beautiful apartment building. Yes, so I really a, like it here. Yeah, you'll have a great night. Aww. Well, thank you so much. That's for all right. Having our little chat and thanks for listening to my rants. Oh, it was great. That's no rants. It's everyone, <laughs> it's interesting to hear everyone's opinion, and this is a field that I don't know much about. And you've let me in on a few yep. things while we've been socialising or doing work and things like that. So it was really interesting, and it was just great that, um, or it wasn't great, but that this degree had made yeah. some news this week. So it was yeah. interesting to hear your view on it and your experiences in the education system and mm-hmm. the workforce. So oh. it's brilliant. All right. Thanks so much, Yvette. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. And I hope you really enjoyed this week's tale. Let me now invite you to pop over to our Facebook group called Pink Sheep Tales Podcast and there you can stay up to date with all the exciting news from our pink sheep. You can also find myself at OCD, Organising Cleaning and Decluttering Specialists on Facebook or on my website ocdpro.com.au. Well, I'll catch you back here next week. Until then, enjoy yourself. <laughs>